Hello. Welcome to the Valley View Podcast, episode 77. My name's Tyler, and I'm here with Matt, and we're back again with our buddy James. Yeah. James, I heard you exclaim. Why did you exclaim? <laughs> it's 76. No, you forgot. It's after Thanksgiving right now. Do you do a Thanksgiving pod? Yeah, we're going to do a special oh. Thanksgiving pod, and you're, you're bookending Thanksgiving. We're splitting the James episodes. Ah, gotcha. Okay, cool. Well, you know, long time no see, everyone. <laughs> it's been a full two weeks. <laughs> it's been a full two weeks. It's post-Thanksgiving. I'm 10 pounds fatter. The Vikings are now 11-1. and one. Yeah. Also, Vikings, <laughs> if you remember from two weeks ago when I was watching the Vikings, the game is over. So I'm hopefully paying better attention this week. Also, my Christmas lights are up. Oh, they will be so by this crazy. point. So that's that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Isn't that wild? This comes out on the last day of November. Ooh. It's like November. It's November 6th today for you listeners. Okay. And and just this... to take you back 24 days before. <clears throat> wow. So part two, this is part two. Actually, no, it's December 1st. That's yeah. so music, music, no, wait, November music month is spilling into December 1st because we're still going to do this episode with James. I guess that's right. That's crazy. We what? just looked at the calendar in my office. Happy December, everybody. It's the it Christmas comes season. Out on Wednesday, right? No, no it comes out on Thursdays. It comes, oh, yeah, this comes out on uh, this comes out December first. <laughs> okay, Merry Christmas. So yeah, Happy December, everyone. Twenty five days of Christmas. They just began. Beautiful. This Beautiful. is a perfect example of the Valley View podcast authenticity. Yeah. <laughs> and with that in mind, this week's episode of the Valley View podcast is sponsored by Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. I was really confused that he was calling me about a podcast that started that was airing on November thirtieth, but I guess he he knew that that's why he sounded confused on the phone. Like when I was like, are you sure you want to sponsor now? Don't you want to wait a little bit? Yeah. He, he was just like, no, I want to sponsor now. He, he wanted to kick off the 25 days of Christmas. So but thank he, you, Rudolph. He called, not he didn't email. He called. No, he called. Okay. He, he's a very personable guy. Yeah. Okay. I think it was his representative because the guy was speaking English, not reindeer. But yeah, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer <laughs> sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. That is that is a great, great honor. It's a great pickup. So yeah. for this podcast. Did you ask him like where the red nose comes from? Is it, is it organic? I was, or... I was starstruck. I, <laughs> I didn't know what to say. <laughs> So James, if you remember, if listeners, if you remember two weeks ago, James thought that the place in Forest Lake was real. That that's not real. I've never actually spoken to Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> I needed to know that. Hey, you told me to explain the joke to you. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, I needed that. <laughs> All right. So this this is the last. This is the last. Uh, well, it's day negative one of November Music Month. What are we talking about well, this week, Matt? I was just thinking how ironic it is that we're like the one podcast that has rejected any kind of buffer music. Or yeah, people tell music. us to do it sometimes. Yeah, and we've we've been like firm in our you know conviction that we don't want to use any music, but we're also spending all this time talking about music. I don't I don't know if it's that we don't want to. I just think we're a little lazy for it. Like five minutes of prep time, <laughs> tell my wife to record like intro music or I don't know. It just it's an extra step. It is. And, it is. and the and hello, it's been told to me that the hello is kind of iconic. It's iconic. Yeah, to, to add music now would be a detriment to the podcast. <laughs> so, I mean, we're obviously not going to do that. The thing I was thinking about Music Month is it's like, it's surprising we've ha- we haven't had John on. Like, John, friend of the program, has been a guest before. Yes. We, we guess that we need to have back on. Yeah. I We should just, we'll just say, John, this was not a slight in any way that you're not on Music Month. We really appreciate <laughs> you and the music that you provide. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, um... Okay, so here's where we want to go with with James. We're going to talk about more specific musical interests in this um, episode. A couple of weeks ago, we did uh, music in general, but we want to go to specifics today because we really love specifics. And I don't want us to get crunched for time at the end and not have a chance for James to share the list that he's brought. Yeah, we got to do that first. We yeah. love lists here on the podcast. We're starting with the list. Yep. Okay. We're going to start with the list. It's your top five 
what? Top five Christian albums. Top five Christian albums. Yes. Okay, very interesting. Can't wait to hear this. <laughs> yeah. So... Okay, can we set the over-under quick? How many of these do we think that Tyler has heard of? We said Tyler only listened to Christian music and country music for the first 18 years of life. Ooh. But this is James providing the list. So how many of the albums do you think that I've heard of? I would put the over-under at 0.5. Oh, I, I was say... going to say one and a half. You're really? going to say under on 0.5? I'm going to take the under on 0.5. Wow. I'm also going 0. 0.5. There's one that you may have heard of. Okay. So you you would say, would you say under or over there on 0. 0.5? Over under. What does that mean? Do you think like, that I will know one or zero? Oh, is it more likely that. Is it more likely that I'll know one, two, three, four, or five of them or zero of them? Um, <laughs> likely zero. Okay. I'm not even trying to be a contrarian, but I'm going to take the over. I, I, I feel like I will know one. Okay. I think I'd put my own, and I will be honest. And you'll be you'll be honest. I'm going to put mine. I'd say one point five. That's what I was going to say for myself. I'd take the under. I think I would put yours at point five as well and take the under. (laughs) All right. All right. You've had more years of music to listen to than me. This is true. All right. I haven't invested them as well though. I actually think yours is going to be at zero, Matt. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, so James takes the under on both. Matt takes the over on himself, and I take the over on myself. One I have recommended to you before. I'm not so that maybe that counts. Maybe that maybe that counts. But okay. Okay. All right, let's get going. I okay. Yes. Okay. So start start with five. Work your way up to the best. Yes. Yes. Of course. Um. First, I have to mention that line in the sand that I wanted to draw for for this list. Um. Because it, it is hard for me to include an album that um is less about teaching and less gospel focus and more about I don't know. I think it still counts to like talk about struggles in the faith and to talk about um personal i think i think talking about personal life is a great way to connect with people in music and a a great way for us to um share our faith with with others Uh, but um man like there there's a lot of bands out there that um you know they're made up of christians but they don't necessarily make christianly focused albums it's more like you know, it's layered in there for people to consider um, alongside other stories and ideas. But um, I wanted this list to be um, as gospel-centered as possible, I guess. That wasn't very... Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's start. Let's start. Okay, so with all that in mind, the my number five spot is, is the one I, I probably most agonized over because the the album the, the album that i'm listing here uh it has way less lyrical content than than any of the others i don't think i'm gonna know this one <laughs> you're not no you're not going to and um you know most people don't they, they, this this guy is an anomaly he's anonymous nobody knows his name um okay so the great dj Hewler also known as DJ Metatron, named after the angel, or um, or Tromprins, or the Prince of Denmark. Uh, he, he goes under a bunch of pseudonyms, nobody knows his real name, is what I believe to be the only Christian house artist out there. And house, as we established two weeks ago, is like sad techno. It's like, sad, kind of, yeah. It's like sad techno at 120 beats per minute. What's the album called? The, the album is called Nothing to Lose. Loose. It's it's nothing then with a, the number two and then loose, like the word loose, but it, it's, ah. uh, uh, 
it, it would make so sense if it nothing, was lose. Nothing to lose. <laughs> so is, right. it, is it L-O-S-E or L-O-O-S-E? L-O-O-S-E. Oh, so okay. it, technically it's nothing to lose, but, you know, who knows? Right. Um, anyway. Um, do, Matt, have you heard of that album? No. Has Tyler heard no. of that album? Absolutely not. <laughs> it's not on streaming. It's, you can find it on SoundCloud. Um, I'm likely to pirate them. I hope that's legal to say here. Uh, <laughs> that's illegal, James. Oh, okay, okay, more, yeah. more but, but it, it depends. It depends on that's the style. True. This guy releases most of his music for free. It's just easier to get be a soul seed. But anyway, um, so yeah, he made this ambient house album uh, that is this was under the moniker DJ Healer, and the, the music is very focused on being therapeutic and kind of taking you to another world it's very atmospheric very bare bones and uh probably one of the most emotional albums on this list and i uh, the reason i say i agonized over this is like i did research on this guy a few years ago just digging on the internet that certain lyrics and motions in his music led me to really think like this is this is a christian artist this uh, this is this is a man of faith and um, probably the most um, obvious connection is just a, again, this is a house, these are house songs that it, it's, they're looping samples. It's not going to have a full song of lyrics. It might have a vocal sample for, for an intro and then it's all instrumental the rest of the time. But there's a song called God's Creation on this album. And it, it just has a single repeated line. Uh, it's, uh, that's God's creation. It, it's absolutely amazing when you look at it um, it's wonderful to behold and it, you're you're just listening to this atmosphere grow as this lyric just keeps coming back to contemplate and this, uh, i i heard a critic uh respond to this song like it's someone just walking through a park like pointing at every little beautiful thing like mm. that's god's creation that's god's creation and i i write this album uh in the car with the the junior high boys the youth kids and uh your son calvin he like he he got into that song and was literally doing that he was like that's god's creation that's god's creation <laughs> pointing out the window <clears throat> right um one of the most emotionally impactful elements of the album it's at the climax of the album it, it intros with this um, somewhat chopped up and um, restructured interview segment from Whitney Houston that I believe was taken like a, a month before she died, a couple months before she died. Um, mm -hmm. And she's talking about addiction and um, someone asks her uh, um, if you had to name the devil and she, she uh, in regards to addiction, like all these, just all these vices. And she said, uh, that would be me. It's, it's, my heart it's my desire it's what i want um and, and just a powerful connection and and so i i've i've just been done so much digging and everyone notes the religious themes but um i implore anyone who i don't know any other christian house heads out there to give this album a listen and uh just if you know with ears to hear like does does this sound like someone who um who's guided by the spirit um to me it does but but it's it's tough i i have to recommend dj healer to anyone out there um let's move on to number four <laughs> yeah uh, this sorry. might be the whole podcast <laughs> okay so um yeah I'll, I'll try to speed these up um number four we've got 
falling up your sparkling death cometh uh this is actually the experimental space rock album i mentioned Ooh. uh two weeks ago <laughs> matt have you heard of this song this no. album? Uh, <laughs> yeah me neither um so this album came out i was already into this band uh in, in older youth leader uh you know when i was in high school a, a friend of my older sisters uh lent me one of their older cds and they Falling Up has one of the most interesting careers out there because they started on kind of one of the, quote, mainstream Christian labels. And mm. their first few albums mm. were pretty straightforward and faith-based. And mm. they they broke off from their record label. They went fully independent, kickstarted every album. Um, for their first album after that, they made a concept album that was all based off of a screenplay. It, it, made, it made hardly any sense. But if you're listening to it with... It, a faithful lens like it, it, it there's so much <laughs> christian theme there that like it's really emotional and beautiful even if you don't understand the story behind the lyrics but after the, they broke up after their fourth album and, and then reunited with your sparkling death cometh this <laughs> number four slot and this album i mean this came at a time when i was extremely young in the faith i honestly um I, I didn't know god very well at the time and i loved this album for its beautiful aesthetics its crazy album motifs like like you were saying earlier with those like that ajr album mm -hmm. like it, it, it this this album has like four different themes that will like musical themes that will recur it'll open the album within they'll come back as an interlude it'll come back as a bridge in the middle track um it, it's a largely thematic album <clears throat> with uh lyrics that uh call um urgency to to love god and to live in faith and to be graceful um and he does he does so with uh, you know wild stories involving robots and space people i this the, jesse rewardy has just a crazy a, a crazy visionary uh, approach to um to his songwriting and to his storytelling that um that is all based in kind of a need to um bring Jesus to people in a new way. So that's number four, Your Sparkling Death Cometh. It's a really beautiful album. Um, uh, don't, don't miss out on Falling Up. Um, you sound like a radio here. host. You literally sound like you're like a, a music <laughs> critic. And you're sitting with your like one leg over the other wearing your, it looks like a scarf. Like I know that it's your sweatshirt, but it looks like a scarf. <laughs> What is yeah. your number three album? What is my number three album? So this is the one that you might be aware of. Um, this is our best chance. This is the, this is the seminal okay. Christian hip-hop album. Not one you've listened to on the stream. It's not, it, it, it's not okay. Donda. I'm, it's not, I'm not including Donda in this list. No, sorry to mention that. Um, so my number three Christian album is Satellite Kite by Beautiful Eulogy. Oh, Have you heard of it, Matt? No. Okay, Tyler? I think you're both at zero. That, that you thought he was chance. more likely than me? No, no, you were more likely for that one, actually. But Well, I didn't say if I've heard of it or not. Have you? No. <laughs> I've, I know I know Beautiful Eulogy, but I don't okay. know Satellite that, Kite. That, that, oh, that yeah, makes okay. sense. That makes sense. So, okay. I honestly don't even know what kind of music Beautiful Eulogy is, but I know it. Experimental hip-hop, Christian hip-hop, uh, conscious hip-hop. Okay, um, continue. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, 
Beautiful Eulogy, they they don't make hip hop like any of their contemporaries, Christian mm-hmm. or not. Um, they have a very um, beauty driven, almost ambient approach to their beats. Um, they're a group. They're made up of a producer and two rappers. Um, and I'd say like their music more than any other um, any other group. It's like every song is a sermon. Like it, it, just some of the richest lessons I've ever heard put to music are on this album. And it's one that I come back to all the time through my life and different songs hit me in different ways. Um, Satellite Kite, um, it's their first album and all three of their albums are really excellent. Their first album is probably their most like experimental and I'd say interesting to the outside of the faith listener. It's the one I'd recommend to, you know, my friend. Um, but uh, so, so, I mean, that, that, that helps get people you know, into it. And they introduced their album in a similar way. Their, their introduction track is quite literally a, like uh, an open letter to the listener saying like, this is our mission here. This is, this is why we turn to music to preach the gospel. And it goes on to have a very um, gospel like structure to the album. Right after the, the introduction, we go into a song called Covet that, that gets into storytelling. And it's ta- uh, just talking about like these, human wants and needs and um just how we we covet and kill but he still saves um and as he as they go deeper into like you know people's um you know sinful condition and they they get pretty even brutal about our sinful condition uh, you know saying we're we're all entitled uh, we we have an entitlement issue that's a song in there um uh, then then it goes into just how personal God is and then how great and big God is for a couple tracks mm-hmm. before finally at the end of the album giving us this slew of like we've got surrender where it, it's just this extremely urgent call of like you've got two choices one kills one saves there's no other option and it just has this extremely urgent call to it before finally ending with their title track, a track called Beautiful Eulogy that is all about just wanting to be with God. And it's one of the most delicate, beautiful songs. There's there's a, a very prominent cello in this hip hop <laughs> track. It is, they, these songs are not, they don't have beats the same way other songs do. Like most of the songs are really beautiful. There's only a couple songs I would call hard or aggressive in any way. It's it's really contemplative Christian hip hop, and I'd say the best in the genre. Wow. Okay. I think you sold me there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm I, I definitely want to go listen. Yeah. To that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That was that was good. All right. So we made it to number three. Uh, yeah. What's number two? Okay, I, got, I still have hope. Yeah. No. No. I don't think there are these. Okay. What's um, number two? Number two uh is one i probably i'd have a hard time recommending to either of you <laughs> um number two is <laughs> one wing by the chariot um is that metal it is what i listened okay. to on the way right. here yes um so the chariot um this was their final album uh i i okay i've heard of the chariot you have yeah i have i have friends that listen to metal growing up okay um but i don't think i've heard of that album okay so we should have we should have separated this in terms of like artists and 
albums there because I then I would have felt better about myself. <laughs> yes, then you I've known two. two artists so yeah, far, yeah, <laughs> but no, no albums. Okay, so, so we're so, both over. Right. So, so the chariot um, are they, they are violently aggressive and fun. They bring an incredible urgency to the faith that, I mean, when I was young and I found this group and I didn't even like metal yet. Um, I, you know, I loved this group for how whacked out and crazy they were. They, they'll, they'll go from, you know, just pummeling drums and guitars with like really like mathematically intricate riffs that and just some of the like the most aggressive hooks I've ever heard into just like this like four piece quartet acapella song to introduce a a song ba based in like what Western films sound like like they 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 have such a range it's it, yeah it's experimental metalcore but they really can't be too confined to one genre because they go so you you've got to check all your expectations at the door to listen to any album by the chariot and for their <laughs> final album they they went all out with this incredibly urgent album that is um in in the most cutting way getting at like our sinful condition and like the like the vices that tear us down and it's like screaming in someone's face to like uh, like cut this out of your life you know better which like it like sounds tough but to their mostly non-christian audiences they uh, they they get so into it and i i, I think they they created a really effective ministry by getting getting all these rockers to <laughs> <laughs> to go along with the urgency of following the king, uh, which is how they refer to Jesus and all their music. Um, I don't have too much else to say about the chariot. Um, yeah, they uh, they affected me a lot growing up, and I got into their lyrics um, in recent years. Um, it's really, really cutting conscious call. Are you ready for number one? I'm very ready for number okay, one. Okay. Thanks for letting me drone on. Uh, so, so for number one, um, this is an album that I was recommended to by by a friend in the church here um, many years ago when I was young and when this album would have been really good for me. And out of pride, I um, I didn't listen to it. Um, and now it's your favorite album. Yeah, I, I got into it a year or two ago and... Um, it hit me at just the right time of my life. Um, I, you know, that was around the time that uh, season two of The Chosen was coming out, and I was really into that, um, which actually fits this album's theme really, really well. Um, so my number one Christian album is Of Man by Cool Hand Luke. Um, it is a... I, I actually have heard of that because James told me about it about <laughs> yeah. a year ago. Oh, yeah. okay. So, so this is the one that, yeah, that's the one that was <laughs> yeah, recommended. Exactly. Um, I, count, I mean, I've heard of Cool Hand Luke, but I haven't heard of the album. <laughs> but this actually lines up because I probably wouldn't be able to name the albums of people that I know. Yeah. That's yeah. So I feel, no, I feel good about You're, myself yeah. for yeah. knowing more than half of the artists. That's, that's real progress. <laughs> yeah. um, so Of Man is a concept album, um, you know, mostly a reference to son of man but um you know that there there's probably a triple quadruple meaning to that title but 
Of Man is a concept album that chronicles the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus. Um, and it does so in such an interesting way. Every song... What kind of music is this? What kind of music? So this is... Um, alternative rock piano rock uh this is a group that once did post-hardcore music and you can hear those influences meaning metal post-hardcore or uh, hardcore rock so okay so post-hardcore if you heard post-hardcore you'd probably consider it um metal and metalcore is actually a fusion of metal and hardcore music but um hardcore actually offshoots from punk that um if you're talking to any metal head they'll say like they're completely different but um you know this this was a post-hardcore group that means like an aggressive punk group like they probably scream um they probably have some aggressive harsh noise in their guitars and mm-hmm. um, production but you know that that this album doesn't have much of that this this album is much harder in its emotions and its subject matter i mean it's you you can't go into something like the crucifixion with with a light-hearted tone and of man um just it, it leads this story with um with really beautiful songwriting and really compelling stories uh every song is from a different perspective many of them are the disciples a few of them are from the perspective of jesus the opening uh lyrical track um is actually from somebody not part of the story at all but actually uh, the, the album starts with a modern story uh they they call the subject of this one they the the man of the house or master of the house. And he's, he's a man who's just lost his wife and is struggling with his faith and calling out to God. And that's where the rest of the story comes in. Mm. Um, and so you've got like a wonderful perspective from Simon Peter as he struggles after Jesus's death with, um, with his own um, denial of him. You've got, a song in the in the same vein after Jesus' death before the resurrection from Mary, mother of Jesus, exclaiming that uh, you know, like it's hard, but she still believes in him. Um, and, and, I mean, I don't know how much else I can say of just like this song cuts so emo- uh, this album cuts so emotionally on so many levels because it, it really carries the full force of the gospel. It's, it's one of the best adaptations of the gospel I've ever seen up there with the chosen. Um, mm. uh, and I, getting into those at the same time, really, it was, was really an experience. Um, yeah. I mean, of man is, is brutal. It's, it's not for the faint of heart, much like the chariot album I just mentioned. Uh, it, it, you gotta have a certain headspace for this, but um, I think everyone should should hear of man at, at some point at some point in their lives. Um, it's it's I'd, I'd say I put that as what it's it's my top five all time favorite albums. And um, I if if I'm ever going through music recommending albums with a you know a non Christian friend, um, I'm usually my end goal is to get them to this album. Huh, wow, nice. Yeah. Hey, I feel like I've learned a ton, and I made a list of stuff I want to go listen to. So I bet other listeners. Can you, can you text know. me the top five? Or James, can you text us yeah, the top five you. list? Okay, yeah, there you. you go. So a couple of quick hitters here before we go. We got a couple yep. minutes left. Had a, um, a podcast listener that knew you were going to be on the show and said, hey, when James comes on, have have him rate 
Taylor Swift's new album for us. So like Midnight's. on a scale of one to ten. Midnight's. Midnight's. So you remember, it's not really new anymore because now it's December. Yeah, but... you you remember how I um uh downloaded the leak to that album a few days before it I came do out? remember that. Uh, yes. It was the funniest <laughs> Wednesday of my life. Uh, yes. <laughs> um yeah, I did that just so you know Ruthie could hear it. Um, you know, and I, I thought it was kind of funny to have this like coveted album that I you know wasn't really excited for. Um <laughs> And I mean, if I'm she's talking, crying right now. I was, okay, if we're talking Taylor Swift, like my priority right now, I need to listen to Folklore and Evermore. Like I know those are legitimately great albums that are recent in her career. I don't, I don't really want to get invested in the album where she backslides from that. But, um, anyways, on the way home from that Wednesday, that's I silly. that's I, really silly. <laughs> I, I continued listening to the album for like three or four tracks until I got bored, and so I didn't actually finish it. <laughs> Sorry. appreciate the honesty yeah <laughs> i i have only made it all the way through one taylor swift album and it wasn't the best one it was reputation when you want to listen to perfection do you have a song that you can turn to ah uh, yes you got one minute my all-time favorite song is from one of those christian bands that like you know they're christian members but it's not explicit in all their music but the closing track of paper routes first album absence is my all-time favorite song um dance on our graves um it's an emotional beautiful track i don't want to say too much about it it's it's personal and beautiful it has one of the most ethereal outros in existence wait excuse me what did you just say it has one of the most ethereal outros in existence. Okay. I think I missed the outro. Outro. Yeah, like Is that the like the, the song. opposite of the yeah, intro? Like the end yes. Of the song. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, right, so it, it, everyone. It, that's not a, it yeah. ends in a beautiful, um, euphoric fashion that I, I really can't describe any other way. And it has a really simple, beautiful message that I've related to at pretty much every step of my life. That is great. I'm going to listen to that on the way home. Cool. I might too. Um, James, thank you for being a part of uh, Music Month, November Music Month. Uh, and welcome to thank December. Thank you, James. <laughs> thank you. It was great to have you. Thanks for letting me share my special interests. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone. Have a great week. <laughs>